Welcome to the Faith and Feelings Podcast. My name is Taylor Joy, and I'm passionate about helping you untangle and honor your emotions, authentically practice your faith, and integrate both into your everyday life so that you can experience the goodness and delight that comes from living in relationship with yourself, God, and others. Thank you for joining me. Let's get started. How do you know if you have anxiety? And what does anxiety actually feel like? We are starting a seven-week series on anxiety, and today we're going to get really practical in answering both of these questions. In this episode, we'll cover the basics, what anxiety actually is, and how we can respond to it. And over the next several weeks, we are going to go deep in exploring why patterns of anxiety can emerge in our lives and what's often beneath our anxiety. If you've ever wondered if worry and anxiety are the same thing, you'll want to make sure to listen to next week's conversation where we'll unpack their differences and how they go together. Then we'll have two episodes on the connections between childhood trauma and anxiety. We'll unpack what triggers are, how they form, and ways to cope when we experience them. And we'll wrap up the series with an episode on why anxiety is actually a source of wisdom in our lives. I have an interesting perspective on this topic as someone who was diagnosed with clinical anxiety when I was 18, as well as having studied anxiety during my master's program in clinical mental health counseling. My goal is to approach this series from a little bit of both sides, to pull from my own experiences in hope of putting words to some of the feelings of anxiety that may seem frustrating or confusing, and also to offer some practical tools and insights that have been transformational for me in learning how to cope. Almost everyone I know has struggled with anxiety at some point. Whether or not you've been diagnosed with an anxiety disorder, anxiety can often feel like your body and brain are being hijacked by a foreign entity and you're powerless against it. It can feel messy, disruptive, and hard to manage. Anxiety can often feel crippling, reshaping the way that we engage in relationships and even the way that we inhabit our bodies. There are also a lot of misunderstandings about anxiety in the Christian life that can fuel unnecessary shame in those of us who follow Jesus. So by the end of this episode, my hope is that you'll walk away with some helpful and maybe surprising connections on what anxiety actually is and what it feels like. You'll also get information about a resource that I created to help you go deeper, so make sure you listen to the end where I'll tell you exactly where and how to get it. Now, to be clear, this episode will address common signs that you may be experiencing anxiety, but it is not intended and cannot provide you with a clinical diagnosis. After listening to this episode, if you think that you may be experiencing anxiety, I encourage you to talk to a licensed therapist. Now, to start off, I want to highlight three kinds of people that this episode is specifically for. First, this episode is for people that never imagined they struggled with anxiety until recently. When something has happened or maybe caused you to wonder if what you've been feeling all along is actually anxiety. 
Second, this episode is for people who know they have anxiety, but want to understand it more. Whether you've been diagnosed with anxiety or can't remember a time when anxiety hasn't been a part of your story, you're not sure what's beneath your anxiety or what to do when you feel anxious. And third, this episode is for people who don't personally struggle with anxiety, but maybe you think that a friend or loved one might, and you want to know how to better help and support them. If any of these descriptions sound like you, you're in the right place. So let's jump in. Anxiety can be both a temporary state and a personality trait. There are so many different kinds of anxiety that we can experience, from social anxiety to panic attacks to generalized anxiety disorder to the everyday feeling of anxiety that all of us experience during our lives. A persistent pattern of anxiety in someone's life stems from a combination of factors such as genetics, learned coping strategies, chronic stress, and traumatic events. In this episode, I'm going to specifically reference the everyday feeling of anxiety. But as someone who has been diagnosed with an anxiety disorder, I want you to know that what we're about to dive into has radically shifted how I respond to my anxiety, both practically in the normal rhythms of my day as well as in response to my faith. So first, I want to briefly touch on a common tension regarding anxiety and the Christian life. I've often been told that God doesn't want me to feel anxious. And the truth is, I don't want to feel anxiety either. Anxiety has often felt physically debilitating, overpowering my ability to function. It can have an out-of-body quality to it, as if you're watching someone else show up to your life. And no matter how hard you try, you can't seem to summon you back. But even more than its physical symptoms, anxiety has fueled a profound sense of shame in me. And here's why. Anxiety has often conflicted with my beliefs about what I think I should be feeling. Do you resonate with this? I should be rejoicing in the Lord always, not anxious. I should be strong and courageous, filled with peace, trusting in God not fearful. From a young age, I came to the conclusion that anxiety was a sin, and I slowly began living out a theology that gave no space for emotions that I perceived to be unacceptable. A real problem with my anxiety is that I had no idea what it was. So the day I sat across from a doctor who gave me an anxiety disorder diagnosis, I didn't believe her. I was certain that anxiety wasn't part of my story until I began to learn what anxiety actually feels like. Then I began to trace my anxiety back to when I was four or five years old. The pieces started to come together when I realized that those times I just couldn't seem to breathe were actually panic attacks. My tense shoulders, racing heartbeat, and churning stomach were actually normal anxiety symptoms. The truth is, anxiety is part of our contract with life. Anxiety, anger, sadness, and grief, all of these emotions are part of the human experience and part of the communion table. 
They were never meant to be deemed as unacceptable. Anxiety in particular is overwhelmingly present across the biblical narrative, from David to Jesus to Peter. I want you to know that the physiological response of anxiety is not a sin. It's not a liability or defect. It's not synonymous with a lack of trust, lack of prayer, or lack of surrender. Spiritual and emotional maturity is not the absence of anxiety, but rather our response to it. Because here's the thing, anxiety stems from stress responses that God intentionally created in us. It was never supposed to be a problem to hide, but a signal to heed. Let's go deeper into this. From a biological standpoint, what actually is anxiety? And what is happening inside of us when we feel it? And why do we feel anxious? Essentially, anxiety is our body's way of sending us a signal that something isn't right. It's connected to an internal alarm system that God created in our bodies in order to keep us safe. Our brains don't know the difference between the perception and the reality of danger. So anxiety is our body's response to a real or perceived threat, and it's linked to our felt sense of safety. In one sense, you don't want to live without the capacity to feel anxiety. It's your body's instinctual response to get you ready for a stressor and to alert you of potential danger. Think about anxiety like the alarm system in your house. If something potentially threatening or suspicious triggers the alarm, it starts going off, right? You might wake up in the middle of the night to your alarm system blaring and explore what's going on and then realize that your cat triggered the alarm. Nothing life-threatening was going on downstairs. Now, it's annoying because although there was definitely movement, there was no intruder trying to break in. But the alarm wasn't broken. It was doing exactly what it's designed to do. In the same way, when you feel anxious, your brain is not broken. It's doing exactly what it was made to do. It's sensing a possible threat and sending you bodily signals to investigate. Again, anxiety is how your body responds to something that you know or perceive to be a threat. And that threat can be around you, think an intruder breaking into your house, or it can be inside of you, think that wave of sadness that you want to avoid feeling. What makes anxiety so frustrating is that as it alerts us of potential danger, it's also telling us that we aren't capable of handling it on our own. I love author and therapist Sissy Goff's definition. Anxiety is overestimating the threat and underestimating ourselves and our ability to cope. This is why anxiety can be so gut wrenching to experience. It taps into our shame and to our sense of identity in a way that other emotions don't. Once I understood this about anxiety, things began to shift for me. I began to understand that anxiety actually isn't the enemy, 
my anxiety is actually trying to protect me by helping me notice things and alerting me of potential danger. Rather than trying to get my anxiety to go away, I began to realize that what was really important was to recognize when I was feeling anxious and then pausing long enough to identify the threat that my body was responding to. But here's the question. What if I feel anxious when I'm taking a shower? Or I wake up in the middle of the night feeling anxious? Or I feel overcome by anxiety while doing something completely normal with absolutely no identifiable threat in sight? What then? What is my body reacting to? If you're wondering this, I want to hone in on something that I just mentioned. The threats that trigger anxiety in you and me don't have to be life-threatening. They don't even have to be external. These threats can even be underlying emotions inside of us that feel threatening. Anxiety is what's called a secondary emotion, which means that it's usually experienced over top of another emotion a primary emotion that is harder for us to express or feel. We often feel anxious when we are trying to avoid or suppress emotions like anger, jealousy, hurt, disappointment, embarrassment, and sadness. These emotions feel threatening and overwhelming to us, so our bodies respond with anxiety. When you're feeling anxious, it's as if your body is telling you, don't go there, do whatever you can to avoid feeling that. In situations like this, our body is alerting us of something deeper that is going on inside of us. But in order to move through anxiety, we can't avoid or ignore these underlying emotions. Instead, we have to learn how to name and feel them. I can't tell you the amount of times when I've noticed a wave of anxiety and then with effort sat with the emotion long enough to identify an underlying fear of failure or grief or shame or anger, all of which felt scary to feel or name. But once I did, it gave me needed insight on why I was feeling the way that I was and a clearer picture on how to process and move forward. But this is not easy. If you've experienced significant trauma, or if you're like me and have long since disqualified yourself from feeling anxiety, you might not easily recognize your body's signals that are trying to tell you something isn't right and that you need help. But our bodies always speak first, long before our minds can register that what we are experiencing is anxiety. And one of the quickest ways to begin identifying whether or not or when you feel anxiety is to pay more attention to the sensations and physical reactions in your body. So as we wrap up this episode, I want to briefly run through a list of common anxiety symptoms. As you listen, notice if any seem to resonate with you. A churning feeling in your stomach feeling lightheaded or dizzy, feeling restless or unable to sit still, headaches 
or chest pains, feeling tense, on edge, or unable to relax, having a sense of dread or fearing the worst, faster breathing, faster heartbeat, trouble concentrating, sweating, nausea, or sleep problems. These are all potential indicators that you're feeling anxiety. If you're interested in learning more about how anxiety can show up in your body, then you're going to want to subscribe to the Faith and Feeling Substack, a weekly email that I send out every Wednesday. These emails include personalized resources, recommended links, and reflection questions designed to help you process each week's episode more deeply, both individually and in community. This week, I'll be sending out a resource called Is This Normal? 10 Subtle Symptoms of Anxiety That You May Be Missing. And trust me, you're going to want to get this resource. You'll find more information about how to subscribe for just $5 a month in this episode's show notes. And when you subscribe, you'll receive access to a library of all my previous Substack emails and resources as well. In closing, I want to offer a small mindset shift that you can practice the next time you feel anxious. Speaking from personal experience, it can be easy to default into one of the following two responses when we notice that we're feeling anxious. We can either disconnect from the emotion and try to ignore, suppress, or distract ourselves from it, and this often leads to more intense feelings of anxiety. The longer we ignore this internal alarm system, the louder it has to get. Or we can dwell in the top two feet of the emotion, which can lead to rumination or our nervous systems getting stuck in an anxious state. So the next time you notice yourself feeling anxious, try moving away from dwelling in it or discounting it, but approach your anxiety with a posture of seeking to understand it. Go deeper. Posture yourself as a student of your own heart and practice paying attention to what might be underneath what you're feeling. Give your anxiety space to speak and then listen. What might your anxiety be trying to tell you? Thank you for joining me for today's episode. I'd love to hear from you. Connect with me on Instagram at taylorjoy. If this conversation was helpful and you'd like more information about my other offerings to engage your story more deeply, check out my website, taylorjoymurray.co.